leftovers. Or the DMV. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The ShopRite of Huntington is now open. Owned and operated by the Greenfield family. With all the value and variety you love from ShopRite. Visit the ShopRite of Huntington. Just one mile south of Main Street in Huntington Village. ShopRite. Check out Happy. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Destiny Talk Show. We appreciate all of the listeners that Destiny Talk Show has, and we pray that God is ministering to you and that God is opening up the financial doors, the healing doors that you are requesting in your life as you follow the process of worshiping him, acknowledging him, and loving him. Father, we thank you right now, O God. We give you praise, glory, and honor. Lord, we're seeking your presence right now in the things that we have going on in our individual lives. Father, we ask you right now that as we are learning how to talk to you, we're learning how to communicate with you, O God, that you will give us an encounter of who you are to us in our lives, in our situation. And how do we move forward in you in order for us to move to the next destination that you have for us to complete our assignment and to complete the things that you have for us to do in this life. Lord, we thank you right now that you love us. We thank you that you're guiding us and teaching us in the ways of who you are so that we may be able to teach others concerning you and how to move forward in the things of you. We thank you. We give you praise in Jesus name. So today we're talking about casting down our imaginations and allowing God to take full control of what we do, what we say, what we just everything about our lives. Now in past um, podcasts, we have learned how to give it over to Jesus. We have learned how to surrender through, to him through our worship, through going to our secret place and giving him all of that time that we need to be cleansed before him and to be renewed and restored that we may be able to stand in this day and time. So now that we have learned how to go into our secret place and begin to give everything over to him so that we may learn how to love him, that we may learn how to speak with him and be relaxed and at peace towards him. So now we're going into what our weapons are in our fight against the enemy, in our fight against things that's coming against us and we don't know how to be victorious in the battle we don't know even how to step to the battle because we don't have the relationship with God that we need so today we're gonna begin to talk about casting down all the imaginations that we have and allowing God to take over the situation the battle that we're going through that we may be winners for the Bible says in 2nd Corinthians 10 Um, And we're going to go from three to five. And it says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, 
but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And five says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Now, when we look at this, number three, it says in verse three, it says, we do not walk after our flesh neither do we war after the flesh now in that right there we know that whatever we're encountering in our life that it has absolutely nothing to do with your flesh absolutely nothing to do with the person that you're looking at even though they were a vessel being used to come against you to lie on you to do all that they could do to you to steal from you Whatever they've done that is in the flesh, God said we are not warring after flesh because we have to understand that this battle really is between God and the devil. It's not us. We're the middleman that he's using because we love God so much. And that's why God said the battle, you know, is is, is not yours. It's just, it's not, we are not, the Bible says we, the battle is not ours. So we have to understand that. When we get in a situation, we need to pause for a second and ask the Lord, what do I do in this situation? How am I supposed to react in this situation? This situation, God, it hurts me in my flesh. I'm living it out in my flesh. So how do I deal with this? And what prayers am I going to pray in order to win? Because I understand, God, that is not flesh upon flesh, but this is spirit hitting my flesh, trying to get me to not love you, to not worship you, to not honor you. That's the whole goal of the enemy is to make sure that we don't respect God. We don't believe he's going to get us out. We don't believe that he'll heal us. And that way he'll keep us bound in a stronghold against God. And we'll start to get bitter towards God because we don't believe he's going to do all those things that he says in his word that he will do for us. So we have to stop warring with our flesh and with other flesh around us and we have to take these things into the hands of God and number four it says for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal we're trying to fight carnally in the the weapons that we have cannot defeat spiritual enemies the weapon we have has nothing to do with what's going on in the spirit realm so we have to now go into our secret place and that's why we went and and taught on the secret place first so that we can now know how to war against in the secret place because God will give you the equipment that you need to defeat the enemy by going into your secret place because our carnal weapons cannot fight the enemy and it says but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. God will pull down the strongholds because he's the one that's mighty. He's the one that knows what you're going through. He's the one that knew before it even happened what you're going through. So he's saying, "Give me, let my weapons do this battle. Let my weapons defeat the enemy. You have no power. You have no knowledge of how to defeat the enemy. We have to go to God and and get instructions from him on how to defeat what's going on in our lives. Now five, it says casting down 
imaginations and everything and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So when we go into that, um, casting down imaginations, the imaginations is the mind. The mind is a very powerful thing. And if you're not in connection with God, you're fighting against God. And what I mean by that is your imagination is so strong that you can get into a situation of health, finances, and you're constantly thinking, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. I don't know if God is even going to answer me in time. I don't know what God is doing. Those are your thoughts of imagination that's coming against the will and the power and the word of God in your life. Because our imaginations, we can think it so strongly that it'll actually manifest against the word of God. And we begin to lose in that situation because we allowed our thoughts to be higher than the word of God, higher than God. So now we are in a defeated situation that the enemy has allowed us to had placed us in and wanted to see if we would worship God or would we have our own thoughts towards God and when we have negative thoughts then yes we are going to definitely fail but when we allow the word of God to be our thoughts we will win when we allow ourselves to go into our secret place we will win we cannot allow our mind of imaginations take over the word of God the presence of God and the knowledge of who he is and how he has done it before and he will do it again so cast those thoughts down that's against the word of God that's against the presence of God and begin to dwell in his room in his secret place we've got to cast the thoughts down because we need to mature out of the negativity where we're at or we will constantly be fighting our own flesh in situations where God has already won and he wants us to be victorious he wants us to see that he's on our side and that he loves us and that he would never leave us nor forsake us but if we don't cast down our imaginations they are our imaginations are the ones that will bring forth the negativity that will bring forth the de defeat in our lives so as we meditate on the word of god as we choose positive words to speak over that situation we are guaranteed to win. So we have to cast down those thoughts, which means when they come, rebuke those thoughts, release those thoughts, and begin to speak on the word of God. And you won't lose. You know, when the enemy comes and he says, hey, God, I, I think he left you. He don't have the money for you by now. So you're going to, um, you're not going to make it. And you begin to think on the goodness of the Lord. He's done it before. He'll do it again. He'll never leave me nor forsake me. And as you begin to quote the word of God. And as you begin to worship him. Your victory is in your hands. But you have to put the word of God with it. Not just singing positive songs that he's going to bring you out. Um, and that's more of a peace and relaxing way of doing it. But you have to fight the enemy with the word of God. You have to say, enemy, it is written like Jesus did. We can't just use things that 
make us feel good and to believe that God is going to do it. But the defeat to the enemy comes when we begin to quote the word of God and we stand on it because he's going to start throwing things at us, things at us that will make us believe still that God is not going to do it. Because let's say you got a week that you got to get it done. And on Monday, you are praising God. On Tuesday, you're praising God. But then by Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the enemy is going to start throwing stones at you. He's going to start throwing those discouragements at you. And he's going to say to you, uh, see, uh, it's not here yet. It's not, it's not look like God is going to do it. And you have to still stand with that negativity. Your heart is pounding because it's getting closer and it's getting closer. And you feel like giving up. You just want to cry over the situation because you really don't know what God is up to. But once you go into your secret place, once you begin to worship him because he's already done it. Once you stand and you rebuke the devil and you tell him the word of God is written. And you begin to tell him that God did it before. He'll do it again. And you stand strong and you love the Lord he has to go from that situation and then you'll see how God will work it out for you and he all he won't always work it out the way that we think he's going to work it out but no matter what he's going to work it out with you so cast down those imaginations and thoughts that lift themselves up against the word and the knowledge of God and then you want to bring it into captivity the thoughts to the obedience of Christ everything works together For the good of those that love the Lord. So when we begin to just rebuke those things and bring them into captivity. Which means we're taking those thoughts. We're putting them together and we're throwing them out. And saying nope, nope, nope. I know what the word of God is saying. I know what he's going to do for me. And I'm going to stand. If I perish, I'm just going to have to perish But I'm going to stand because I know the God that I serve as many times as he's brought me out. I should be dead right now. I should be sick right now. I should be homeless right now. But he always makes a way for me to be successful. And when you begin to think on the things of the Lord, and let's say you want a promotion, let's say you want a new car, you begin to use the word of God to get those things because you're standing on him. You're standing on what he has written. And that is how the possessions begin to be possessed in your life. When you begin to meditate on the word of God, the word of God is so vital in our lives, not just the beautiful songs. Those are there to encourage courage through the word of God those are there to help us while we're reading the word of God we're listening to those songs and bringing it all together and now victory is here for us as we begin to look at uh in Exodus at um Moses and he began to hold up his hands and they had victory and then whenever he got weak and he had to go down Then the victory wasn't there. And that's the word of God. Because his rod was the word of God. His rod was what God gave to him to use. So when we lift up our hands. And we begin to worship God. And we begin to believe the things that he has told us. Victory is in our hands. But the day that we become weary. And we want to give up. And our hands go down instead of worshiping. Up and we go down. 
that's when we're losing the battle. That's when God sees that he got to help us really fast. And he began to encourage us to read his word. He began to encourage us to seek his face and go into our secret place. That's the word of God that's going to bring us out. And we won't lose. You won't lose over anything you're going through in life. So as you begin to talk to the Lord and the tears are rolling down your face because you don't have direction, you don't know the next move, you don't know what to say, you begin to go to God in prayer. You begin to go to God in your secret place. When everybody is going to sleep and you stretch forth a blanket or anything that'll keep you company and you got your music to make it softer for you to kneel down and you got your music going about how you're going to give yourself away to him, how you love him, how everything is about him. And you begin to read his word and he'll begin to come into the room, give you peace, let you know he got it. And then you, you'll believe it and you're going to stand on it because he has spoken to you personally to yourself and your worship time. And now you're building that relationship up with him that when you raise your hands and you begin to just love on him, the answer is coming and you just keep doing it and you keep doing it every day. The answer is coming, it's coming. And then one day when you're ready to get up from your worship, you get your answer, which is going to be, I have taken care of it. And you get up standing on what he just said. You cannot doubt. You cannot put your imaginations of doubt into it. But you stand on the word of God. He said it is finished. And now you begin to worship and wait. Because the answer has now come to you. And you will receive the victory that you are looking for. You are looking for victory in this situation. So... In everything we do, we give God praise. In everything we do, we honor God for all that he's doing in our life and for all that he is going to do. So whatever we're hitting on this week, we need to worship God. So we're going into Monday and we have to begin to believe the word of God. We have to begin to trust him and what he's doing in our lives. So whatever situation is going on, focus. I need you to focus this week on the word of God. You wake up, you read your scripture. You stay on that verse all day, repeating it, rehearsing it. And then when you go home, you get into your worship time. And now the manifestation of what you read and what you have put your mind on all day, the manifestation and the results of that is going to come during your worship time and you begin to stand on the word of God because so many times we read the verse in the Bible we forget about it during the day we pick it back up when we get home and then we try to worship and we forgot what we've done or what we've said or what God has said because he can even speak to you while you're at work meditating on the word and then when you get into your secret place it becomes even more real to you everything is about worshiping God everything is about your secret place that dwelling place where he comes and he begins to talk to you where he comes and he begins to manifest his presence to you you've got to get to that place you've got to get to that place not just worship 
Lord, I love you. Lord, I appreciate you. But you want a relationship with God. You want to be able to call the Holy Spirit your friend. You want to be able to speak to him about personal things, things that you've done that you're not proud of, things that he already know, but you think you're hiding it. You're only hiding it in the flesh. You're not hiding it in the spirit realm because whatever was done, the devil is using it against you, against your mind. And he's using that to make your imagination stay strong and every time it's a false um imagination but god is saying when you give it to him in that secret place in that worship time he will take it away and cover it with his blood cover it with the blood he will cover it in that secret place now the thoughts are still going to come but all you have to do is say to the devil it is finished god took it away and he put it in a secret place and he has no more condemnation devil. So no matter how many times you bring it up in my mind, I'm going to rebuke it with the word of God. Because yes, it did happen. But no, I don't have to keep living it out every day. No, I don't have to keep thinking about it every day. No, I don't have to be ashamed every day. I repented of it. I've asked God to forgive me. And now I can move on in him, through him, and with him. So don't ever let the imagination come so strong that it puts you in fear from moving forward with God. Because what's going to happen is the enemy is going to say, you're not worthy of that. Look at what you've done. You're not worthy of that. Look at how you just act with another employee, with a family member. But you begin to cast down that imagination. You begin to tell the enemy that my weapons of this warfare is not carnal. You begin to tell him that you're giving it to God and he's going to cover up that sin after you've asked him to forgive you and it's no more condemnation on it. So don't allow those imaginations of negativity remind you of what you've done, whether it be abortion, whether it be um, whatever else you've done that you know you're not proud of in your life. Begin to give it to God in the secret place because I guarantee you he already know what it is. He's just waiting for you to bring it to him that he can now cover you through his blood, through the repentance of your sins. And that's where the casting down of the imaginations will come in because as it comes back and comes back, you know, you covered it with the blood of Jesus. So keep moving and keep growing in Christ. Don't allow your past to to block you from your future because God is not that kind of a God that he'll hold it up against you and say, I can't use you because of what you've done in the past, but he's a God of love and he'll tell you, repent and come back to me, turn from your wicked ways. And I'm going to cover you with my son's blood. That's what it's all about. So you don't have to keep crying over the same situation. You don't have to keep feeling bad and unworthy about it because it's our mind that reminds us. It's that negativity that reminds us. And we feel like we have to do extra stuff for God to still love us. Extra stuff for God to still say it's finished. But once he tells you it's finished, it's covered by his son's blood, you are the one that is going to have to release it to him. Because he's done with it, but your mind could be so strong that it'll constantly remind you of it. And then the enemy will make sure that the people around you 
will constantly remind you of it. But at some point, you've got to grow out of it. That imagination taking over your life, you've got to grow over it in the spirit realm, in your secret place by giving it to God. And then the imagination could tell you you're not worthy of a promotion or your job. You're not worthy to marry this man or woman. You're not worthy to have children. That imagination is a very, very strong thing. It holds our success and our failures. But we have to fight through to always focus on our success, to always focus on the promises that God has called us to. If you know you're called into ministry and then that enemy tells you, but you know what you did last night, but you know this, you go to God in prayer in your secret place and you tell him what you've done. God, this is what I've done. I know you already saw me doing it. You already saw the from beginning to end. You're just waiting for me to come and repent to you. I'm coming, God, with a broken heart. I'm coming with the repentance of what I did. And I want you to help me with it in my mind, in my heart, in my actions, that if I turn away from it or when I turn away from it, that is covered by your, your son's blood. And between you and God, it will stay. But that imagination will continue to bring it up and make you feel unworthy. So every time you want to get into ministry or you want to preach or teach or do whatever God is calling you to do, your imagination will begin to tell you no. And it's up to you to tell that imagination, I rebuke you. Oh, I'm covered by the blood of Jesus. And and through that rehearsal of every time it brings itself up, you begin to quote the word of God. You begin to stand on what God has said to you. And eventually the voice will fade. It's not important anymore. It's not um, as strong anymore. But the word of God is going to be stronger than it. And he's. And he said to cast down those imaginations, which means he can't cast it down for you. You have to cast down the imaginations. You have to begin to move and allow God to show you how to cast that thing down because it should not be louder than God's voice. It should not be louder than the word of God. Those things he covers for you. That's why his son came along to help us and to uh, renew us back to the father in love and in purity so as you pray this week and you know there's something that's hindering you from from trusting god from believing god and from standing on his word focus on that thing in your prayer life this week until it is released back to god in the spirit realm until god tells you i've covered you Make that thing your focus this week so that you can serve him freely, so that you can begin to go into ministry how he's called you, so you can be successful on your job and not be insecure and not think everybody is better than you because they didn't do what you did. Stop. Just just stop thinking like that. Cast that thing down through the word of God and allow that voice to get weaker and weaker and weaker until the only thing you can hear is the word of God is the voice of God. Your secret place with God is very, very crucial, vital, important in your life right now to where the voices will stop and the word of God will begin to hold you up and help you stay strong and make you a very mighty person through Christ in this world so 
just go into your secret place this week again always have a focus of what you want God to deal with that is in you so that he can cleanse you and you can continue to move on in his word so Ephesians 6 and 12 for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places that's just to give you an idea of where the imaginations come from these things are not of God and is not you but they're placed in you through the principalities through the darkness that's on this earth and we have got to conquer it the spiritual wickedness in high places we've got to focus on the things that are keeping us away from God, away from church, away from reading the word of God, it's the spiritual wickedness in high places. It's the darkness that is in this world against the powers and the rulers of darkness. We have to understand where it's coming from, but we also have to understand we're holding it. Once it comes in our lives, we hold it. And then the, the voice becomes louder and louder and louder to where we don't hear God. God anymore so we have got to cast it down he's saying this is for us to do and then he'll pick it up and begin to release it or not release it but begin to hold it uh, uh, under his son's blood because we wrestle not against flesh and blood and we're thinking it's us we're thinking we're fighting our own mind our own this but it's the enemy that is putting it in us and we are catching a hold of it instead of the word of God we have to cast it down. Listening to the listening to the word of God, we want to read the word of God. Our weapons are not carnal. And we got to stop trying to fight the spirit realm with carnal activities. We think that the co-worker is the one we need to curse out. We think that the co-worker is the one we need to tell off. No, it's the spirit that's dwelling in the co-worker that we need to attack through the word of God, through the spirit realm. Don't even bother with the um the co-worker. Because it's it's in them that's coming out of them. And we need to deal with the spirit that is in them. Casting all these things down that exalts itself before the God. So today, today is Sunday. And we want to go before God this week. This week, is that's our mission. We want to write it down. Or maybe it's just one thing and we can remember it. But whatever it is you want to repent of give it to the lord and let him cover it with his son's blood then that's the this week we need to do that we need to focus on god delivering us from our own mind thoughts from the things that is hindering us from serving him the insecurities that we have we don't feel like we are better than any you know person that we should have it but then we think we shouldn't have it you know god has someone for you to marry but if you're telling God, nah, not that person, they, they, they really got it going on or they really are somebody, why wouldn't God give you that person? He's, he's looking at other things. He's not looking at what you're looking at. So instead of allowing your imaginations to tell you no, go and take it to the spirit realm and ask God if it's no or if it's yes. Don't allow your own thoughts to mess up your destiny or your life you know or you create a message and it's like well god i know this message may not be of you take it to the spirit realm ask god 
you gave me this message or did you give me this message if you're still in the process of learning because I only want to do what you want me to do and God will begin to speak to you. If you want to hear the the voice of God because people are always wondering how can I listen to the voice of God? How do I connect with him in the spirit realm for answers? It's it's um about the secret place. It's about going in and worshiping first, going in and loving on him first. And then he will tell you things. You don't have to go down in prayer. God, this and this and then and then there's this and then there's this. Can you do this for me? No, go into your secret place with worship. Go into your secret place just loving on God. And as you progress in your relationship, he's going to begin to reveal the things to you. Things that maybe you put so far back in your mind that when he shows you, you'll be like, oh, yeah, God, I I meant to bring that to you. And I meant to, you know, talk to you about that. But allow God to be first in everything that you do. How do you do that? In your prayer time. Your prayer time is very important. That's where you learn the voice of God. That's where you learn which anointing you have. That's where you learn the call of God in your life. It's not only about just asking God what's my call and waiting for a prophet to come to tell you. No, you can find all of that out in your prayer time, in your secret place with God. And he'll use his word to allow you to start reading things that pertains to your anointing, your power, because we have to understand that the anointing and the power of God came with us when we were birthed. It came out with us. It wasn't something that you just waited on or waiting on for God to give you. It's already in you when you were born. The manifestation of it is where you start having the conversation with God, you know, and he'll begin to show you what he placed in you and how he's going to manifest it out of you. But it has to be through his word and it has to be through prayer and fasting. Everything comes to you through your prayer life. You say, well, God doesn't answer my prayer because you're vocally asking him, I need a car, God. Can I get a car? Can I get a better job? Can I get a higher pay? Now take it into your worship time in that secret place with him. Don't just ask and leave it alone and says, well, I don't know if he's answered me or not. I don't know if he heard me or not. I don't know if maybe because I don't have a relationship with him, maybe because I don't know how to talk to him. I need somebody, my pastor or somebody to pray with me. No. And all of that is good. I'm not canceling any of that out. But what I am saying to you, go into your prayer time with God, build a relationship with him and he will talk to you. He will talk to you through that secret place and you'll learn his voice and you'll learn how to love him. And when you come out, you'll also learn how to love your spouse, your family and anyone else that you need to love. So this week, that's our focus. And we are going to begin to trust the Lord more and to hear him more. Our last challenge was going into the secret place and learning who he is. So now we're going into our secret place to hear his voice and to cast down every negative thought that's working against the plan and the destiny that God has for your anointing, for your power, for what he has called you to do. Because in that secret place is where all this information is at. The word of God, your secret place, and your worship time. That's where you get everything from with God. So right now... We're going to end it and we're going to believe God for all of this. We're not going to doubt him and what he tells us this week. Whatever we hear from God, 
through his word, through his voice, through the songs that we're listening to, we're going to stand. That's what we're going to do this week. Our time right now is to stand on the word of God. So when you hear, I've worked it out, and then he gives you a Bible verse about it, you're going to stand on it. Whatever he mentions to you, you're going to stand. And you're going to try yourself on that standing. Because God already knows if you're going to stand or if you're going to fold. But you don't know if you're going to stand or fold. So this is your time to get your strength, to get your understanding of who you are in Christ. It's not learning about who God is, but it's you that needs to be blossomed. It's you that needs to show yourself that you're capable of doing the work that God has called you to do. And then he'll begin to release more information to you. So this week is our challenge to begin to hear the voice of God through his word, through our communicating, through our worship. We're not going to ask for anything, but we're just going to worship God, pour out our heart to him, because that's the goal is to stop asking, but let him tell us what's going on in our lives. So, Father, we thank you right now. We give you praise. We give you glory and honor as always. So, Father, this week, as your children come before you, and they worship, and their heart is heavy about things that's going on in the world, in their personal lives, in their family lives, God. They're going to pour out their hearts to you this week, O oh God. And as they learn to hear, as they learn to worship, O oh God, all of us, we are going to wait on your answer. We are going to sit there and meditate on your word as you begin to give us peace, as you begin to take the weeping away, O oh God. This week, oh God, we are challenging ourselves to cast down the imaginations that exalts itself over you. The no's, the negativities, the God is not going to do it, the God has left me. All of those things this week, God. So as you speak and you say stand, as you speak to us and you say I got it, we're going to stand on what we have heard. And we're going to say to ourselves, if I perish, I perish but I am going to trust the word of God this week. This week. That's our challenge to ourselves this week, oh God. So we thank you. We give you praise once again. We love you and we want to get to know you. We want to hear your voice. We want to know destiny, purpose, anointing. We want to know it all about us, about our individual selves, oh God. As we learn that this week, we will begin to gain more power more anointing that you can trust us with what you've called us to do in this life and we give you praise right now in jesus name amen have a good day or night in jesus name with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.